0: Your wedding photography contract should state, among other things, should state these two things. The contract should contain a deadline for when you will receive your images, but it should also contain a penalty if the photographer does not meet that deadline.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for listening. I am just totally humbled and honored that my voice is in your ears. Just a reminder, this podcast correlates to a book I'm writing that will be released in 12 days on October 18th. If you want to know more about the book, you can log on to CompleteWeddingEd.com. That's complete Weddinged as in education.com. You can also join my growing Facebook group, Just Search for Complete Wedding Photography on Facebook. It's a private Facebook group, but the search results should be public. And lastly, I have a small request. If you could please take a screenshot on your phone of wherever you're listening to me at, whether that's on Apple iTunes Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and just share that either on your Instagram account or your Facebook profile and tag me. Just tag at a girl photo A-T-A girl photo. I would appreciate that immensely. All right, so let's get right into today's topic. I am going to be answering some questions that I read on Reddit slash Wedding. And I just want to quickly say that there are lots of confused couples who are planning a wedding. And that is all the more reason that people who are getting married should be listening to this podcast. They should be joining my Facebook group and they should be buying this book when it comes out in 12 days because it will be answering a lot of these questions and making clear. A lot of the problems and obstacles that these couples are having. So, the first question that I picked out and decided to answer is What is the benefit of an experienced wedding photographer as opposed to a good photographer who has never done a wedding? I will answer this by saying that someone who is an experienced wedding photographer has developed the ability to anticipate, react, and plan for key moments that are going to happen during your wedding day. They will know how to anticipate little micro stories that, say, may happen between you and your grandmother or you and your father or you and your flower girl. And someone who shoots babies or pets or corporate headshots may have no idea how to tell the story of a wedding day because it's just not something that they do on a weekly basis. These kind of skills are something that you can only learn by doing them. And if you hire a photographer that has never shot a wedding or has only shot a few weddings, they just have not developed this muscle yet. There are nuances that only an experienced wedding photographer will be familiar with. Just like I'm a wedding photographer, I couldn't walk into a studio and perform pet photography to a high caliber. I couldn't dive into a pool and capture a beautiful underwater portrait session. And likewise, those types of photographers, if that's all they specialize in, could not walk onto a wedding day and photograph a wedding day as well as someone who specializes in weddings can another thing to consider is off camera flash. It is a must. You cannot photograph an entire wedding day using natural light or available light. Just can't be done. Not efficiently. Anyway, a wedding photographer needs multiple cameras and multiple lenses with multiple flashes. They need to know when and how to use that equipment together to produce the most aesthetically pleasing photographs. And then lastly, they have to have the confidence to get right in the mix of of people, especially in, for instance, in the bridal getting ready room, if it's crowded, they have to get right in the middle of there with a very wide lens so that they can photograph the action. The same on the dance floor. They have to be willing and be confident enough to get right there in with the action. But having said that, they also have to know when to back up and stand down and let those beautiful, organic, candid moments happen. An example that I can give you of someone who, who I witnessed who didn't typically shoot weddings and them not being familiar with all the nuances of wedding photography is I attended a wedding as a guest and the photographers that had been hired were primarily wildlife photographers. And I couldn't help but keep an eye on them all day just to have a mental note of how they were performing and one of the very first things that I noticed where I would consider that they failed at is that during the recession as soon as the bride and groom walked out of the aisle they stopped photographing so they did not get the wedding party coming out they did not get the parents coming out and they didn't get the grandparents coming out. Because as soon as the bride and groom got to the end of the aisle and out of the ceremony site, the photographers put their cameras down and instantly started chimping their photos. And chimping means looking at the back of your camera to see what your images look like. So they missed all of the wedding party and the VIP, who I call VIP members of the family and friends, leaving the ceremony site. Those are key moments, in my opinion, that should have been documented. So by the mere lack of experience, these photographers did not capture those moments. This segment is being brought to you by Aria Productions. Cherish every moment with storytelling images and cinematic emotional wedding films. Learn more at ariaphotovideo.com. All right, let's get to Reddit question number two. This one is a little bit longer. My husband and I got married on April 17th and have been anxiously awaiting our photos. Our photographer's contract said it could take up to 12 weeks to deliver, which was this past Saturday. We haven't heard anything from her, but she's been posting weddings and photo shoots that have happened after hours on Instagram. I have reached out to her three times and haven't gotten a reply. No sneak peeks, updates, or anything since the wedding day. I'm trying so hard not to freak out, but I'm getting more and more worried with each day. She isn't a small photographer either. She has quite a following and an amazing reputation. We paid over $3,000 for her work, which is phenomenal. How long would you guys wait to start pursuing a legal route? Am I overreacting Thanks. All right. My advice would be is number one, to look at the contract that you sign with the photographer and the photographer's contract. This is for all of you listening who have not yet signed a contract with a wedding photographer. Your wedding photography contract should state, among other things, should state these two things. The contract should contain a deadline for when you will receive your images, but it should also contain a penalty if the photographer does not meet that deadline. For instance, my photography contract states that my couples will receive their images 10 days after their wedding. So if they are getting married on October 1st, their gallery is ready for viewing on October 11th. If I do not meet that deadline, My photography contract states that the couple will receive a $250 print credit for every date beyond that deadline that I miss, not to exceed $1,000. The contract, in order for it to be fair, in my mind, it should not just lean to the photographer's benefit or the couple's benefit. It should, for the most part... Be a mutually respective document and it should lay out expectations for each of the parties, the photographer and the couple. And it should spell out what happens when the photographer falls short on certain terms. My first piece of advice would be check the contract and see what it says. Secondly, if your emails, calls, and texts are all being ignored, I would do these two things. First of all, I would hit them with a Google review, a one star, two star Google review, because if and when they rectify the situation, you can go back and edit your Google review. So if they make good on delivering the images or making contact with you, you can go back and make this Google review a four or five star review. And secondly, I would take to their social media channels and let them know that you're trying to get a hold of them and they are not returning your communications. And these can also be deleted when the issue is rectified. But if you, rather than just try to communicate with them in private, a lot of times when you bring your problem out into the public. They're a lot more concerned with pleasing you. They don't want their dirty laundry aired all over the place. So if you bring their lack of communication out into a public forum somewhere, you might have a better chance of getting them to follow up with you. And lastly, if none of these methods work, I would just take them to small claims court. If you have any common sense, any wits about you, small claims court is something that you can navigate usually without an attorney um, just by doing some research. If you don't feel comfortable with that, hire an attorney and take them to small claims court. A photographer should absolutely follow through with the terms of their contract. And aside from serious illness incapacitation, or death, we should not fall short on the terms. All right, my last Reddit question. This was a four or five paragraph question. I've narrowed it down to about three or four sentences because I think that's really the gist of it. I emailed our photographer on 8-11 to ask her for her opinion on our engagement outfits. I didn't get a response, so I emailed her again on 8-16 to follow up, and still no response. Do you guys think this is normal? My answer is no. I do not think this is normal. I have always said that I do not think wedding photography should be a one-night stand. We are experts on many different aspects of the wedding and the wedding day. And we should freely share all of that information with you, especially when it pertains to photography. You know, are your wardrobe choices, will they work well for your portrait session? We should be able to answer that. Yes, they will or no, they will not. Any experiences that you share with your photographer. And I will also add this cautionary advice to you. Any experiences that you share with your photographer prior to hiring them in regards to communication and follow-through will most likely be a precursor to the way they will handle communication and follow-through with you after your wedding. You know, if they tend to return phone calls, emails, and text messages days or weeks after you send them, After you hire them, they are not going to magically just start responding to your emails, your phone calls, and your texts within minutes of sending them or even within hours. Chances are they are still going to treat your communications just as lackadaisical as they did prior to you signing that contract. You should always have an open line of communication with your photographer all the way up to your wedding day, at least once a month, they should be contacting you, sending you an email, texting you, asking you if you need anything, calling you just to check in and see how the wedding planning is going. If nothing else more than to just reassure you that you are not going to get ghosted by them. That's what a professional wedding photographer does. All right. So in closing, I would just like to say that all the questions at Reddit slash weddings tells me that there are a lot of confused couples when it comes to professional wedding photography. And this is all the more reason why they should be listening to this podcast, joining my Facebook group, or buying my book in 12 short days. So I want to congratulate you for being smart enough to be listening. And I want to congratulate you for trying to learn something that can improve your wedding day photographer and improve the experience that you will have with your wedding day photographer. So congratulations, thumbs up, kudos for taking the time to learn something today. If you want to know more about my wedding photography, you can check me out on the web at atagirlphoto.com. That is A T A Girl If you want to check me out on any of my social media channels, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, pretty much everywhere. You can find me just by using my handle, atagirlphoto. That is A T A Girl Photo. If you ever have a question that you would like me to specifically answer for you, Or if there is ever a topic you want me to cover, all you have to do is simply email me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. Again, that is A-T-A girlphoto.com. As always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. I hope you have a spectacular day. And I hope to catch you next time. Adios. Thank
1: you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts, so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.